I know that this is recording, so like, <laughs> right. we'll go with it. Well, awesome. Hello, guys. As you may have heard a little bit there, uh, Angus has just spent the last 20 minutes trying to figure out how to use his microphone. <laughs> and he's supposed to be the one that knows stuff about audio. Yeah. And then, I would like to maintain I still am the one who knows stuff about audio. <laughs> I'm... Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm slightly concerned after after that, that experience, but... Welcome back. Welcome we, back. We have a... A very exciting guest to come on and talk to us today. But before we go into that, quickly, take this off a of full screen. Go down to the description and click that subscribe button. I love how you assume people are watching in full screen. <laughs> every, why wouldn't they be watching in full screen? See, see this beautiful face in high definition full screen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, seriously, if you can, just go and press that subscribe button. It would very much help us out. Just know exactly like how many of you are watching. And yeah. Great. Angus, do you want to? Well, we've got a very exciting guest that? with us today who's already reared his, reared his head a little bit. So <laughs> interjecting there. Um, please welcome the wonderful Ian Coulson. Hi, thank you. Crowd, crowd goes wild. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. How are we both doing? Yeah, good. Good. Lovely. Yeah. Excited to be here. Um, it's always good At fun home. to have people on the podcast. <laughs> At home, yeah, Excited exactly. to be <laughs> in the home. exact same place I've been for the last two months. <laughs> Thrilling. Um, it is slightly weird that the whole Zoom podcasting vibe. I can't wait until we can just yeah. go and like sit Dinner in a room person. together and just yeah. have a proper chat. I know. But this yeah. is what we've got at the moment. <laughs> Needs must, and it um, Needs must. Yeah. Well, it's so good to have you here, Ian. Um, some people might not know who you are, so yeah. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to explain yourself. All right. Um, and you've already had some time to think about it, because this is the second time we've done it. Nah, I don't know what you're okay. talking about. This is oh, yeah, the first time okay. through. <laughs> Five, four, three, two... One, go. All right. Um, so I am a director, DOP, editor, anything vaguely visual, man of... What's, what's the what's the phrase? Jack of, all, of, Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Jack of all Jack trades, of all master trade. of none, uh, some might say. But yeah, so... Um, <laughs> Ten seconds. General content creator. Um, I live in Brighton. I have been doing this for... Three. Six, Two, seven years. One. Do a lot of music there stuff. That's it. Is that time? That's it. There you go. No more. We don't care right. about it anymore. I That's think, the end of the podcast. Cool. Bye bye. Thank, <laughs> thank you for having me. That and was very good. That, was that good. is that is it for this <laughs> episode. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, brilliant. Well, it's so good to have you here. Um Pleasure to be we wanted here. to have we wanted to have you on for, for weeks actually. Aww. You've been on our list. Um so it's so good to have you here. Um we learned a lot about you then, but we're going to learn a little bit more now. Lovely. Uh, we got these quick fire questions. So you have the first thing that comes to your mind. All right. About three seconds to answer. We're switching up a little bit. These aren't just the um. My chair just went down. These aren't just the plain questions that we've had before. All right. Some of these, are, you know, they require a bit more thought. Spicy. First thing that comes to your head. After three seconds, I'll move on to the next one. All right. So, gotta be quick. Ready. Okay? Are you ready? Ready. Here we go. All right. On the scale of one to ten, how good are you at keeping secrets? Uh, eight. How loud do you snore? Between five and nine. Fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is? 
a singer. <laughs> the last song you listened to? Uh, myself humming. <laughs> I'm not sure that counts, but we'll go with it. Indian or Chinese? Oh, Chinese. What do cows drink? Uh, water. And what do you put in a toaster? Bread. <laughs> Grab the nearest thing to you that's the colour yellow. Um... Well, it's, I mean, there's yellow on the mic stand, but that 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 just sends everything to the top. Oh, right, right. Here we go. Here we go. Oh gosh, I can't pick it up. There we go. It's a plectrum. What is it? Yes. Oh, it's just, oh right, what is okay. that? It's a, it's oh, a great. plectrum. <laughs> you you also you also have yellow on your t-shirt. Oh uh, yeah. That's oh, true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Literally I just every, love how you every were time. Like, I love how you were like, there's yellow on the white stand, but I'm not going to do yeah, that. that <laughs> As if we hadn't had enough issues already. Yeah, yeah that literally. would take a turn for the worst. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's great. I think you did quite well with that. Thank you. Some people just don't, some people buckle under the pressure. Like, you know. Yeah. Three seconds to answer. It's a quick, you know, you know. I mean, um, I'd say three seconds is excessive. Oh, really? Maybe we should. Oh. Well, really? well oh. now we're going to reduce it. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone can blame you, so it's fine. I'm happy to be blamed. <laughs> Two One seconds second. to answer <laughs> Quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's great to have you here, Ian. Thank uh, you. You, did, uh, you said already you're a, you're a videographer, film director, DOP, all of the above. Mm. Um, so what would you describe if you were... So the Home, o- the home Office have called. Mm-hmm. They're going to... <laughs> I'm allowed to say this. They're going to deport you, even though you were born here. <laughs> okay. I mean, and if, they're saying, if the boot fits, right? And they say, and they say <laughs> what is your occupation? What would you, the three word, what would you summarize your your, your job as? Uh, I, I would describe myself as a, primarily as a filmmaker. Um, okay. Some people know me as a photographer. Some people know me as an editor, but all round I would classify myself as a filmmaker. Would you say you spend the bulk of... You, is it fairly even, sort of, how much time, if you if you were sort of to divide it up, is it fairly even, or do you spend the bulk of your time doing one thing? Or It's kind of seasonal, to be honest. Um, right. So a, la- a large part of what I do is I... This is, here we go, another job title for the mix, is um, kind of content creator for labels and management and artists within the music industry. Um, So that can be anything from socials content for bands to longer form documentaries to music videos to, you know, just general, general archive stuff. So, um, Mm. so... In some senses, I mean, particularly within the music industry, you kind of end up having to, as a creative, wear about 17 different hats. So creative director to cinematographer (laughs) to director to editor to producer to you name it basically so um yeah. everything under the sun yeah pretty yeah. much so um, well, when i see, when i see you at gigs you do definitely look like you're wearing a lot of hats <laughs> yeah. um, usually in the form of camera bags yeah this is very true <laughs> yeah you do sort of like you can spot ian in a crowded <laughs> in a crowded venue because, because there's got... about six foot either side of me because yeah no one... <laughs> Yeah, gangway. Yeah. As he just like charges Coming through. The through. <laughs> Stamping. Oh yeah, yeah. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, um oh. how, how did you get into that sort of stuff? What was like kind of like the 
the starting yeah, blocks. Yeah, it's it's interesting actually because I've I've talked to a lot of kind of a lot of friends and colleagues who do who do uh, a similar kind of thing to what I do, and um, a lot of people just kind of you know they always wanted to get into music, and um, for me it's kind of different in as much as I like grew up being in bands, you know, I'm a musician of of sorts, and um, kind of started a career as a filmmaker after doing an English degree. Um, bizarrely of all things um basically to kill <laughs> to kill like three years and and avoid deciding what yeah. to do with my life um <laughs> but yeah so so came out of uni decided i wanted to be a filmmaker um and yeah kind of did that part-time whilst working in a bar for like a year then went full-time did that for maybe another year or two um and then just friends of mine who were who were in a band um asked if i fancied going out on tour with them um around europe for a couple of weeks you know they could chuck me chuck me a couple of hundred quid and just jump in the van and yeah that's kind of how it all started really is oh. just just mates asking if i'd if i fancied just jumping in jumping in a van and that's- Going to Europe for like two weeks, which is kind of how awesome. it all began. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, uh, there are definitely and, worse so, paths oh, into jobs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, I think for a long time it's kind of like I had, I had like my, my filmmaking career like here, and then I had like all the music stuff. And it was maybe a couple mm. of years ago that they started to kind of come together a bit more, and you know, the the music side of things was. Um, more of kind of a career path than just something I mm. I did for fun. Really, it was kind of like a bit of paid holiday. A lot of the time is I'd I'd take you know two, three, four weeks out from doing other work to go and you know make far less than I would doing commercial or or corporate work or whatever. But you know, it was something that I far far more enjoyed. Far more enjoyed. Yeah. Enjoyed far more. Do, enjoyed doing far yes. more. There we go. As I said, English degree. Um, as you can yeah. see, putting it to good use. So, so you said you you kind of like picked up that like properly after uni. What did you did you do stuff before, or was that a kind of a stepping point where it's like, oh, this is actually. I mean, did you did you have like the classic? I my mum bought a camera when I was twelve. Yeah, and I made a film or what. What was the kind of the story behind that? Yeah, I mean, so it was actually like my my dad got me into photography. Um, like mm. t- my dad kind of taught me analog photography as I was growing up um, and gave me one of his old cameras. Um, so I kind of, he taught me a bit and then I just kind of taught myself photography um, and mm. did little bits of filmmaking. Um, but for some reason, I, I think just never kind of considered anything like that as, as a career. Um, yeah, I thought I'll tell you why because, and here we go, rat rant time. But um, <laughs> oh, I no. oh, so no. I I did art GCSE, and I I can't draw or do any kind of traditional art in any way. Uh, I just don't have like the hand eye coordination, and because I couldn't do uh, like traditional art, I I basically I failed. Failed, failed fairly spectacularly my art GCSE, but I because I wanted to right. do like 3D animation. I wanted to do animation and um, okay, 
like 3d modeling and like my gosh when i was what 15 i wanted to like i wanted to work for pixar or something like that um and basically just yeah massively crashed out of of gcse art because my teacher kind of forced me to do like traditional art alongside the stuff i wanted to do and he was yeah, like you yeah, can't yeah. just do photography and um mm. An animation or whatever you know you have to do sculpting and you have to do some fine art and stuff yeah. <laughs> uh, which i just you know i just can't can't do and i think that really like um just knocked my confidence i think with with creativity mm. which yeah funny actually realizing that now but yeah um i think i think then i just kind of wrote off anything creative because i was like well i don't have the qualifications yeah. which is really funny now um <laughs> kind of you know yeah. six, <laughs> seven six seven years into a creative career thinking that i needed qualifications <laughs> but um yeah. i think i think i think times of times have changed yeah. so much in that time though because like when i was at college like they were still pushing in i kind of had a similar thing with you whereas like especially with like the photography side of things like they were just like like you would you'd be put up like with with like your classmates and stuff and the guys that could write about a really like bad photo mm. would get like an a star and then the guys that would take an amazing photo but wouldn't write about yeah. it then like failed or yeah. got like a lower grade yeah. and then like that kind of just took me back and i was just like this isn't what it should be like nah. because when you actually get to the real world no one cares about how much you can write about a <laughs> A film that you've made or whatever or no one is ever going to ask you about what grade you got in art gcse yeah, yeah. but they're going to be like oh like you took this amazing photo like i want you to come and do this so that's that's kind of my my kind of issue with like the the current like education side of things but i guess i also had the the, the benefit of really encouraging teachers at the same time yeah um did you did you did yeah. you go and do like a further education kind of thing like college or yeah so or i so i did sick to- uh, i did sick form um equivalent kind of to college and um yeah yeah gosh so at that point yeah the, this, we're going through like the the ten thousand degree like career paths of <laughs> of of, <laughs> of my life but um i mean yeah i wanted to be a chef i wanted to be uh oh, an, wow. an animator uh i wanted to be a paramedic i wanted to be oh. a chiropractor nice. so i was torn between uh being a chiropractor and a paramedic and so I, I, I took, uh, as my A-levels, I took English, because I was good at it, uh, psychology, because I found it interesting, uh, biology and chemistry. Failed chemistry the first year um, to the point where I couldn't take it on to A-level. So I took up sociology mm. um, and then barely passed, barely passed biology. Um, so realized that any oh I wanted to be a doctor at one point as well or a nurse um, <laughs> so many different uh, and, but like so bizarre, so different like none of them follow yeah. any how have, how have you none of them follow any kind of logic how have you ended up what you're doing <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea um, but yeah so basically ended up going to uni to to do English literature and language uh, mainly because I wanted to move to Brighton and I kind of looked around at a few places okay. and I was like I'll do it. I'll do an English degree somewhere, but it was kind of less about the course and more about the place. Um, right. Mm. So, yeah, got accepted to Brighton <clears throat> Uni, did that. And basically because the the way it all kind of like ended up feeding in together was um, because obviously Brighton Uni is such 
uh, a kind of media, media creative arts focused uni. Um, my degree course was coupled with, what was it? I think it was literature and media studies. And so we got the same optional modules that they did. Uh, so I ended up as part of an English, English like straight literature language degree, um, doing a module in photography, a module in documentary. And there were some other weird ones as well. But um, just basically because, you know, it was something different to the degree and I knew yeah, there were things yeah. I enjoyed and basically kind of did those modules and went, oh, yeah, like I totally forgotten how much I enjoyed doing this. And long story short, kind of... Um, the uni asked to you like entered one of my films into Brighton Film Festival. Asked to use like my work to kind of promote, the, ironically promote the course that I wasn't actually officially on. In as much as I got it because, <laughs> like, it was technically it was part of the media studies strain, which I wasn't right. doing. But because of yeah. the way it all worked, we got the crossover. So yeah, bizarrely had my you some of my work used to kind of promote a course that I wasn't actually taking. Um, yeah. when, you were, when you were doing that work, was it, were you using like uni's gear? Did mm. you have a load of equipment? What, what, what were you sort of, how was that sort of coming about? Yeah. So the, yeah. So the uni had like, um, it was, it was funny actually, cause the main arts part, uh, so Brighton uni is split up into, three campuses i think so you, there's one in the center of town one in Morscombe, slightly further out and then mm. my one is right out in falmer by the um by the a27 and um <clears throat> and we had like a media department there but obviously the the main arts part of the uni is in the center uh, of brighton and so there was like i kind of got the impression we kind of had like the rejects of the right. it was kind of like <laughs> it was kind of like the you know the last child that got the hand-me-downs of all of the other older, more more important children. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, we had some gear and stuff which we used. Um, and I think I... In fact, I think for one of my final projects, I borrowed my girlfriend at the Times camera to film on. Um, which was like a... Gosh, I think like a, five, a 600D or something like that. Right, um, yeah. yeah. The classic. Yeah. Um, and then it was yeah going into my final year when I was kind of like oh maybe you know maybe there's something in this maybe maybe there's a career here who knows yeah um Mm. the how did you um how did you sort of move from that kind of realization I guess you go through the whole graduation stuff Mm. and then you're like okay well maybe this is where I want to go was that did you then just commit basically time going I'm going to part-time go and film weddings and stuff like that Mm. or or did you was it fairly sort of progressive yeah so i mean well so so what happened first was during my final year uh my parents bless them actually for my 21st birthday got me my first camera my first kind of proper proper camera which was a 550 550d great old uh old faithful um yeah (laughs) and um yeah so kind of they kind of did that. I think had some inheritance money from a grandma who'd uh, who'd passed away. Or I think it was. And um, yeah, so they that kind seems of to always be the way. I know, That's always right? The way that people buy cameras. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's thanks to rel- dead relatives. Yeah. <laughs> right, state- right on the tombstone. <laughs> you bought me my first camera. <laughs> you bought me. The foundation of the creative industry is is built on dead relatives. 
Oh no. <laughs> That's a quote for Instagram. <laughs> Clip that. <laughs> there we go. And you can quote me on that. Please don't. Please don't quote me on that. Um, <laughs> it is such a common thing though. Yeah, it no, is it, it is. Thing. It's like I actually know, you know, and I think but in in many ways I think it was it's actually a really nice sentiment because I think, you know, it's mm, it's a yeah. way of um and the way my parents kind of explained it to me was they're like, you know, we think you've got something, we think you've got got yeah. ability or or whatever and you know, we want to invest in that and we know that like your yeah, grandma definitely. would wanna would wanna invest in that. So it's like yeah. Yeah, it's kinda definitely. like continuing <clears throat> legacy and, you know, all of that lovely yeah. airy fairy stuff. Um, it's got deep yeah I know right um, so anyways so I was then incredibly poor for a good year or two um, basically the way yeah with graduates so, so yeah so it's basically kind of came out was working um, I became kind of in many ways here we go another career path kind of became a bit of a career bartender for a little bit um <laughs> the ter- the term we we'd use is mixologist um, mixologist yeah so i kind of worked at various cocktail bars um just uh, like it became a bit of a hobby that you know basically yeah. trying to enjoy minimum minimum wage work um <laughs> yeah so um so yeah i'd kind of whilst i was at uni had worked in bars and kind of worked up into into cocktail bars and I remember distinctly it was uh, came out of like graduated uni uh, was working like 60 hours a week or something stupid in in a cocktail bar and trying to you know figure out how on earth I could get into an industry that I had no qualifications for or you know emailing emailing production companies being like you know I like I like to make films I like cameras Um, I don't (laughs) have you know I don't have anything to show, but I really want to make films. Um, <laughs> let me make films. Um, so that was kind of how, how it all started, really. Uh, trying to figure out how on earth I could get into an industry that I had no experience in, um, no yeah. contact in. You know, because it's not even like I'd gone to an art, you know, an art school where they were able to go, well, you know, go out and contact this and get an internship here. And it's like I was going in dry, like completely yeah. cold and um so basically got offered uh, a bar manager position at another cocktail bar um quit the bar i was working at had a couple of weeks in between and as soon as i stopped kind of you know working i was just like i i hate this i i hate working in bars now yeah um so i actually ended up turning down the job uh, and was just like you know what i'm just gonna I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to do it on my own. Like no one will. I guess you you have to take that time out to realize. Yeah. It's so easy to get like engrossed in it in the moment. Yeah. And, go, and it was, this is where I'll be for the rest of my life. Yeah, kind of ex- exactly. And it's like, I was working with guys who are, you know, in their forties and still just, you know, and, and, you know, all power to them. If, if, you know, they, if they were happy in it, mm. but equally it's like, mm. go, I mean, I don't know, you know, like guys who are going out and doing all sorts of substances after every single shift they worked and were like, you know, spending all their tips at the casino. And it's like, you know, for me, I just just kind of, it was like a glimpse of the future. Yeah, exactly. I was like, Mm. if I'm not careful, if I don't take some sort of decisive action, like 
it's going to 10 years are going to have passed and I'm still going to be trying to trying to become a filmmaker. But, you know, basically yeah. it's taken that kind of force myself to take that leap out from having a, an income basically <laughs> to yeah, force me, yeah. force me to actually take it seriously. So yeah, yes, yeah, so I kind of started just trying to get any, any work I could, you know, mm. shooting, shooting weddings for, for 75 quid and yeah. <laughs> all the, all the ridiculous things that we, yeah. we all did at the start of our careers. But, um, <laughs> Did you find did you find a home in the work that you were doing really? Did you sort of mm. did you start gravitating towards like like music or weddings or, or like did you um or, or was it fairly I will take anything yeah. that comes up? I think at the start it was like I'd always, you know being at the time kind of a musician of sorts and you know, always enjoyed that and wanted to do music videos and all that kind of stuff and um you know, as the years kind of passed realizing that there was no money <laughs> in in, yeah. in music videos or at, at you know so i thought at the time um you know that you know your local band isn't going to have the same amount of money as a multi-million pound international corporation <laughs> yeah so you know yeah, yeah. Uh, realizing you kind of got to sell yourself sell your soul a little bit to you know eat and pay rent yeah yeah so you said earlier about um like you just like emailing loads of different mm. companies and stuff just being like take me on did was did you did you get any luck with that or um i probably gosh in that first kind of six months i reckon i reckon i must have sent maybe 300 300 emails wow and i reckon i got 10 responses I didn't even know there really? was 300 production companies. Well, yeah. A, a, <laughs> and, and probably half of those responses were, yeah, we don't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, just kind of tried to just reach anyone I could. And interestingly, mm. um, one person that I, that I emailed just turned out to be like a local DOP um who i ended up kind of a year maybe a year or two later ended up going on to do jobs for for like virgin atlantic and kind of wow. you know big big kind of corporate stuff um mm. with him so it's like you know it's there's there you go pseudo intellectual moment of of advice it's yeah. uh you know it can feel exhausting sending out, you know, hundreds and hundreds of emails, yeah, but it, great, all it yeah. takes is one, all it takes is one person to kind of yeah. give you a shot and give you a chance. And, um, yeah, definitely. It was a, it was a very similar situation with me. Mm. I remember like, I just, I just left my job at co-op. I think it was, um, I just, just moved and I was like, I should probably start trying to get some more, more work in or whatever. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm just going to send out a load. And yeah, like it was kind of like you send it out to loads, loads of people, kind of just like just like nah like like we're, we're not interested whatever but like there, there was like one or two that kind of came came together and i think one of them was one of them was fruit media they were one of the first companies i, I worked with yeah. yeah so so from from there uh, they were like oh like we've seen your stuff and then they had a they had a job role going mm -hmm. at the time and they were like do you want to apply and it was like their first like application process in like ages or something and Kind of just went through that process and then ended up working with them yeah. 
and then for like for, I think it was like six months and then kind of just fluctuated from that so I think it is so so useful mm. kind of just like putting yourself out there just because even if you just put an email out there and somebody just ignores it they're gonna your your name's gonna be in the back of their heads when mm. they've got like a little thing that they they can't afford to take on or something like that yeah absolutely um, um and actually it was I think it was kind of like a f- mutual friend who who hooked me up with Jay at, uh, at Fruit Media mm. initially who you know big shout out to Jay Jay gave me a massive Jay was one of the kind of first the first few people to like give me a shot and you know that is exactly the same yeah. I think we give yeah. him so much promo on this yeah I, I bet I <laughs> bet <laughs> uh, we have spoken about Jay more than we've spoken about we love ourselves. Jay Jay's a legend we're, man. we're not we're not gonna stop here we're not no, gonna stop here no definitely not nah, <laughs> Jay's a legend man he um you know, like I said, I, I'm I was kind of going around, you know, however old I was, like 21 year old, fresh out of uni. Mm. You know, just kind of like I wanna, I wanna make, I wanna have uh, a camera, I wanna make films. <laughs> um, and you know, and and Jade like took a shot with me, and and I guess yeah. mm. you know saw something, saw something in me, and I think that, yeah, that sort of thing is like it's so important, mm. especially like when when like younger people are coming around that just having somebody that is there to kind of like believe in you and just be like oh. yeah like you can do this oh, mentorship and man through through like throughout the throughout that time he almost became like a like a like a father yeah. figure to me and like really like taught me how to do stuff and like how not to do stuff and mm. i still i still use to this day like every day in what i'm doing like it'll just like run through it was like jay was just like oh yeah you shouldn't do this like that or you should do like and it's like i don't know it kind of just sticks with you and i think absolutely as much as as much as we can do when when younger people are kind of like interested in all of this stuff the more that we can kind of uh like big them up and yeah go go from there i think it's so important to to just progressing everyone absolutely like man. you're I, doing with me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think honestly i think mentorship is so important within the creative industry because it's like i wouldn't i wouldn't have a career without people who had taken a risk on me and who had you know given me even just the the shortest bit of advice over like two lines of email um you know and i think that's kind of something i've really tried to take on um into into what i now do is you know i will always respond to anyone who emails me or you know messages me on instagram or anything like that asking for advice however stupid a question it might seem to them yeah. do you know what i mean like um so you know and i think it's so important for those of us who who have been able to you know make this a, a full-time career this is you know we are we are some of the lucky few who have been able to actually make this our full-time job you know and that's something i'm so grateful for that that you know i get to do the thing that i enjoy most in the world and get paid for it um yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean it's like yeah that's really cool definitely. that's a really cool thing yeah. that yeah. that you know i get i get paid to use my imagination and mm. i get paid yeah. to to you know make other people's and my ideas come to life and that's really cool and it's like yeah. you know mm. i could be i could be stuck putting numbers into a spreadsheet i could be yeah. i could be stuck yeah 100%. you know doing all yeah. manner of things and yet i get to do something that i really enjoy and get paid for it so definitely yeah, i find yeah I, f- I find myself thinking that all the time it's like when when i'm like oh, 
like oh like this 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 like job is like super like long yeah. or whatever when it comes to like editing or whatever i'm like oh like this is like taking forever like i'm not enjoying myself whatever and then i just think it's like yeah but like so many like of my friends are like wanting to do exactly mm. what i'm doing right now but are like stuck doing like whatever they're doing and they would they would die to like do this for yeah. their for a full-time job so yeah. i can't i can't complain at all and yeah. no absolutely yeah, yeah. i think it's it's having that attitude that like the worst day doing what you love is still better than the best day doing something you hate and it's like yeah. you know what i mean like ev- I love even that. when even when i'm there you go that's the pseudo intellectual klaxon right there that's that's, the, that's, that's the one that's the one there you go there's your mo- hello instagram followers you've just joined us in a clip there's your money there's your money maker uh, but now nah, I, I think it's like you know i have to remind myself that on days where it's like like you say you got a really boring edit or i'm having to do my taxes or i'm having to just mm. do general email admin or try you know whatever it is that is something that just isn't interesting to me it's like this is still so much better than doing anything else that i don't enjoy on the best day of doing that job so it's like yeah and i think it's important to you know it's important to not become disillusioned with that and you know i'm definitely guilty of it i'm definitely guilty of like resenting Mm. (laughs) my job at times which which is which is dumb you know yeah Uh, Yeah. off the back of that yeah what's what do you think your favorite part of what you do is like what's what's the bit that you go when 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 you're thinking about what i love about my job Mm. this is the thing that comes to your mind um interestingly i think it's kind of simultaneously my favorite and least favorite thing is when and i've had this recently when i have uh people come and you know it's friends or, or or whatever and it kind of becomes a bit of a passion project and they basically just go you know you have complete create like completely free creative reign um those are always the jobs that are the hardest not right yeah as in as in um like technically like those are always Mm. because though i never will do anything simple and i love having complete complete kind of creative control but I always make things so difficult for myself. Um, I just finished a, a, one of those kind of projects for a friend of mine who's a musician. And we did like a, um, like a one, well, one take kind of music video, but yeah. on, a, on a 360 camera. And it's basically just oh, wow. literally weeks, weeks and weeks of like frame by frame masking mm. of individual clips because it's basically just this- like continual rotation of the camera and everything changes each yeah. rotation and like oh yeah. my gosh was this josh gale uh no it wasn't it was at josh oh, it was no, at okay. josh's house interestingly oh, okay uh we used his house for it but um no it's um because i know he's done something similar with 360 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i remember watching um yeah. no it was um where's he from nottingham um friend of mine called luke who is a very talented singer songwriter but awesome. um yeah so um yeah and like that was kind of he just kind of went you know i've got small budget um totally uh, you know totally understand if you don't want to do it but you know you can kind of do whatever you want with that money basically um Mm. so i was like okay we'll go (laughs) in my mind i'm like yeah like one one take kind of thing like use a 360 easy like we can play around have some you know do something cool with it and then uh yeah 
got into the into the post process and was just like, what have I done? <laughs> what have I done? Right oh my gosh! Um, so yeah, and that that so yeah. that's I guess in very kind of answer to a question is is when I'm given complete creative control. Um, I'm kind of mm. I love it but I'm also my own worst enemy because I yeah. always make things really difficult for myself yeah. because I kind of go yeah. I kind of go hey I don't know how to do this let's try and learn how to do this and then three weeks in <laughs> I'm just kind of yeah. resenting past me um, yeah. for setting myself um, so obviously gigs are cancelled at the moment yeah uh, you know um, how, how are you how are you well, I t- in terms of um like work what are you doing mm. during quarantine in terms of yeah are you, are you just doing edits are you still doing shoots because i know joel's doing like socially distance shoots mm. and stuff like that yeah how, how are you how are you coping with that work wise um up till this point it's all been editing um i i don't know how much i can say at this stage Ooh. but i've been <laughs> been starting pre-production for something really exciting potentially Um, right so yeah lots of kind of exclusive on the low expectations (laughs) podcast (laughs) Um, but hey i mean the thing is we might be you know however many weeks or months in the future when this comes out and it might have all completely fallen apart so who knows (laughs) but something potentially very exciting which is kind of yeah trying to set up zoom meetings and you Mm. know meeting with my producer and, and that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah. So, yeah, just kind of that and editing and doing... Um, I do... I freelance kind of semi-regularly for Amazon Music. Um, so, I've been doing oh, wow. bits bits and pieces for them. And, um, yeah, just kind of... I love how humble you awesome. are about all the jobs that you do. Just like... <laughs> Yeah, it's like, just yeah. like Amazon, yeah, just Amazon like, Music. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh, they're they're great. They're, um, they're a lovely, lovely team. Amazon, Amazon Music. Um, you know, evil, awesome. e- evil corporation aside, um, which <laughs> which they won't mind me saying. But um, no, the Amazon Music team. They're they're lovely, lovely people. Um, they've been a pleasure to work with. Yeah, and yeah. So so you mentioned earlier with with some bits and pieces about you going on like tour and stuff mm. with bands. Yeah um what what's it what's it like like filming content on tour and like do, do you ever have to like be like oh like obviously like are you, are you filming like every night does it does it feel repetitive or mm. how how do you kind of how do you kind of like make make each each video or each set of photos kind of like feel different sure um sometimes with difficulty uh i had um <laughs> when was it 2018 i was working with one artist um for pretty much the entire year so kind of um oh wow yeah did basically the majority of an album cycle with them um and so it was kind of wherever they went i went um Mm. and it got to the point where you know i think i started working with them in eight march april time i think it was and it got to, you know, yeah. like August, September. And it was like, you know, my like what, 60th, 70th show. And that can, that can really, that's when you really start to feel it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when you're kind of, and th- those were quite, because those were quite big shows as well. Um, and it wasn't an especially production heavy show either. 
Um, mm. It was fairly simple show-wise, so it was kind of... Um, it did start to feel very samey. Um, and just trying to... Mm. I, I In that situation, I'd just try and watch lots of kind of other content creators or even stuff completely mm. un, unmusic related just to try and... Um, yeah bring in kind of new techniques bring in new ways of looking mm. at things and um you know ultimately especially when you're doing like an album campaign with an artist um you you are inevitably going to reach a point of burnout creatively um yeah but it's possible to get through it and it's you know um sometimes it's just kind of grinning and bearing it but um yeah yeah you know i know i mean with that artist i was just doing video and they had a, a separate photographer okay. um and i know he was and he'd actually been on on the campaign even on even longer than i had uh, and he was really struggling we we're both kind of really struggling by the end just to i guess invest emotionally in like what we're doing just because it yeah. was very it, it, yeah, it does sure. get very monotonous you know when you're when you're yeah. shooting the same show for like, I mean, for me, six, seven months, basically. Yeah. So, you know, um, but yeah, I, I mean, but then there's some artists who there's in fact the artist who, the band that first took me on tour, um, I've now worked with for, been touring with for five years, and you know, right. I dread wow. to think how many shows I've shot of them, <laughs> and we're actually kind of working towards a kind of long form project in the future which we've been working towards for awesome. uh, yeah. a awesome. year or two possibly yeah maybe a year and a half now oh, we've yeah. been kind of working towards awesome. putting something together um, yeah but have you on the yeah. on the sort of obviously you talked about um, sort of the burnout on tour and stuff mm. like that and obviously there are times when it can get very and, uh, stressful and all this sort of stuff on the flip side of that have you got any like stupidly funny tour stories that are like that are pg <laughs> <laughs> how how pg family friendly <laughs> i mean is 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 poof is give it, poof give us, family give us, friendly give us give us one clean and one non non okay and then we'll, we'll cut one of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, the audience will know which one we've got. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, uh, see, I, I immediately have a, a not clean one. I'm trying to think of a clean one. Um, <laughs> Let's go. Send it. Send it. Go. For send it, it. I'll, send go, it. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go for this one. I'll try and think of a more family friendly one during. So I was. Um, it was actually the very first night of one tour I was doing. Um, Please feel free to name and shame. I know. I'm, try I'm trying to decide whether to name and shame. I don't think I will just because... Um, yeah. In fact, I'm not even going to say the reason why because... <laughs> um, but I was with a band. Um, a band. And it was first night of tour. We are out in Europe. And um, one member of the touring party had imbibed... Um, gratuitously let's say uh basically he'd got really pissed and um we we were all kind of in our bunks and um i heard i think i was like i think i was playing switch or watching a movie or something like that in my bunk and um heard like a load of noise um and it was just like this smell 
the smell was horrendous. And I kind of looked out and this person was kind of like crouching down on the floor. And we're like, and a couple of us like poked our heads out and we're like, you're right, mate. Anyways, he kind of like looked up a bit like a startled deer, wandered off down into kind of the lounge of um, the kind of the bus. And, um, and after a while, like fumbled around for a while, then wandered off, disappeared, like walked off the, off the bus, came back like five, 10 minutes later, disappeared again. And then came back and went to bed. We're like, okay, that was weird. You know, whatever. Next morning, our uh, our driver came up to me. Uh, I kind of saw him outside outside the bus, and I was like, "Oh, hey, man, how you doing?" And he was um, he was a a German dude who has been like, like you'd call him like a road road dogs, like guys who have been doing it for years. He's like, yeah. he yeah. he like tour managed Green Day, like when basket case came out and like yeah wow. he was like oh like yeah. been doing it for years and years anyways and he was uh i was like hey hey freddie how you doing he's like uh he's like oh morning uh i uh i came out this morning and and i found two shits by the bus <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and i and i thought oh Maybe is is some drunk guy is, is shit by our bus, and then and then I look next to it and there's serviettes with the name of the bus company on it, covered in. <laughs> and so basically, this guy had had just crouched down next to, having nowhere else to go, crouched down next to and did his business, and then wiped and then wiped himself clean with serviettes off off the bus. <laughs> Well, at least you know that he wiped. He yeah, just like yeah. This is true. This is true. I like that. I like that. There story. you go. I like that story. Let's keep All that right. one. I think, yeah, I think that's that's clean enough. Okay, good. Good. Oh, we'll, we'll I was going to say that's kind of like a middle of the road one. I'm yeah. Trying. Yeah. Oh, I wow, can imagine great. they can get pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. Obviously, mm. with with touring and stuff, you'll be away for like months sometimes yeah. i guess um how how do you kind of juggle like like tour life and like family life with difficulty um <laughs> no nah, it's it's definitely been like um it's definitely been a learning process um and mm. i so i got married three and a half years ago um and gosh we've been together for oh is that Ella? Dog come back in. Oh no. Okay, she's fine. Um, if we see a C stand <laughs> collapse on Ian, yeah, yeah. everything will come in. Uh, she's just on the sofa. Can we get the dog on the podcast? <laughs> Hang on. Um, let me grab her. Yes. <laughs> this is going to be great clickbait thumbnail material right now. Um, go on, go on, Angus. Give us your best shocked face. Ah! <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Go> quick. <gasps> yes. Hello. <laughs> there she is. Secretly, we only got you on the podcast so that we could see Ella. Yeah, this is Ella. <laughs> <laughs> How old is Ella? Ella is around three. We think she's a rescue, so we don't know exactly. Mm. Oh. Oh. But she's cute. I love the so, fir- the first so, time I met Ella. Um, 
was actually it was actually not that long ago. It was like oh, really? um, I think me me and Lizzie were at the Green Door store to like check it out for one of the gigs. Oh yeah, yeah. and um, and she brought Ella along, and Ella just like ran towards me, and I was like, oh my gosh, oh, yeah. <laughs> ah. too much cuteness. You're a tiny little dog, aren't you? Okay. So, so continuing with the podcast, yeah. Ella, yeah. what's what's tour life for you? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, Lizzie and I have a whole load of different voices for her. Um, most right. of them kind of end up sounding sounding like sloth from Goonies. <laughs> oh, oh well, you guys. <laughs> Hey, you guys. See, the thing is, being a dog in the creator industry, it's important to remember. I I don't know. Anyway. That was amazing. Um, Incredible. So, we were were talking about... What were we talking about? (laughs) Oh, like kind of being away. Being away, we were talking about. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's it's definitely like... um, is yeah so yeah that was it my wife we're talking about my wife uh, <laughs> yes. um yeah i think when we first got together because we've been together now for eight years i think um oh, wow. seven eight years and um like i had kind of i was working working doing kind of you know filmmakery things but i hadn't started touring them and so it's definitely been part of our relationship has been kind of adjusting to me being away and um mm. kind of mentioned like uh, a couple of years ago was away for gosh i reckon probably about eight or nine months of the year so that wow. can definitely um that was a definitely a, a challenge um i think for us to kind of figure out how you kind of maintain a relationship whilst whilst you're uh you know not physically present um and that's yeah. definitely been you know like i say a, a kind of a learning curve um mm. but just maintaining outside of like you know like romantic relationships or home kind of people who are there at home family or or significant others or or whatever mm. you know just maintaining roots at home can be really difficult and I've definitely right, lost yeah. I've definitely lost contact with a lot of people over the years as a result of not being physically present because uh, you know what you what's easy to forget is you know everyone else's life doesn't go on pause just because you're away you know everyone else's yeah. life carries on and yeah. um and I think you know for a while it's like it's a bit of a novelty you know it's like oh you know Ian's come home. Let's let's all, all hang out and whatever. And then after a while, it just becomes normal. And um, mm-hmm. that's definitely you know uh, a kind of difficulty. And I mean, you kind of said saying earlier about about burnout. I've one thing I'd kind of say with the creative industry in general. I think is that um, we tend to we tend to f- almost fetishize fetishize fetishize. Fet- yeah fetish 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 <laughs> we kind of yeah we tend to fetishize um like burnout and busyness and mm. it's like it's a badge of honor to to you know it's like the hustle and the grind and yeah. all this kind of stuff yeah. and it's like which actually i think can be really dangerous terminology um yeah. you know as someone who has experienced like true like mental burnout 
multiple times um, in their career. It's like, it's, it's really important to actually get a balance. It's like, it's so important. You have to, you know, to be successful in the creative industry, you have to have drive. You have to have, yeah. you know, you ha- you do have to grind. You do have to really work at it, but it's so important to not do it at the expense of your mental health or, your relationships or anything like that it's like you know your career will still be there um mm. you know sure it might take six months longer to get to where you think you want to get to but if you get there and you have no healthy relationships left or your mind is an absolute mess like what's the point and i think that's something mm. i definitely had to learn the hard way um you know, is kind of how yeah. to have a healthy relationship with busyness that, mm. you know, it's good to be busy. It's good to, it's good to, to work hard. It's important to work hard, but it's just making sure that you, that you don't do that at the expense of anything that is actually more important than a career. Like your mental health yeah. is more important than your career. Your mental health <clears throat> is, um, you know, your, your personal relationships are more important than your career. Um, mm. and I think there, there is this like people, there's the, yeah, this fetishization of, of having to always be, you know, giving 110% and it's, yeah. you know, work is the most important thing. If you're creative and you're not working 24 hours a day, then you're not working hard enough. And it's like, mm. and, and it's dangerous. It's a dangerous, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a really dangerous, um, example to be setting to to young people coming into the industry um like i know in um so i I do some work for um like game games developer like game developer conferences and stuff yeah yeah. and Mm. um in the in game development they call it crunch uh crunch is when um you know like you're the game's about to launch and it's like over time over time people do stupid hours and in game in the you know game development world they've been really kind of um like you uh, through unions and stuff like that they've been really trying to cut down on it and really address it because it's having a huge impact and it's always just been normal um and i think yeah it's you know it's not individual to filmmaking it's you know like i say in game development in all kind of the arts and you know, there's this glamorization of a lifestyle that encourages burnout and is not healthy. Mm. And I think it's important to, you know, be encouraging people to absolutely work hard and absolutely chase what they want to do and be willing to, you know, work hard to get there. But just so long as it's not at the expense of everything else that's important, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was I definitely pseudo intellectual. Yeah, I did. I <laughs> went full. Instagram I went clip. full pseudo intellectual. <laughs> Apologies. I do. I do think that I think I I had that kind of issue, especially when I was like, growing as as like a filmmaker. Mm. I was like, oh, like I need to be working harder than everybody else, otherwise I'm not gonna get to where I want to be. Yeah. And my my kind of my kind of thought process is like, I want to be better than than any like i want to be the best that i can be and i want to be the best at what i do Mm. but there's there's so many times where i've tried so hard to be doing that where i've forgotten that 
I am human yeah. and I need to just take a step back yeah. and be like, there's been times where I've been like just cranking out like 5am edits every day and I'm just like, this isn't healthy yeah. and mm. it's it's going to be affecting my mental health. It's going to mm. be almost just taking taking a toll on how how much drive I'm going to have later like down the line like if i'm if i'm really like grinding this out am i just going to burn out completely where i'm yeah. like i don't want to do this anymore and i think that's it's so important that, like what you just said especially for like younger mm. people and and people that have been doing this for years yeah um that it is it's so important just to, to take a step back sometimes mm. don't don't always think like i need to be working 24 7 to to get the results yeah. i want to work hard like i'm not saying just stop like just just do it at like a at like a reasonable rate that's gonna help you mentally yeah. and yeah yeah absolutely. I definitely think during think, during yeah. lockdown because I've been so stupidly busy with certain things like there's been times when I remember for instance I had I had an edit that was about two weeks long it was about two weeks of just solid work mm. and yeah I I remember going some days and getting to the end of the day and going well I haven't eaten today mm. like I just, yeah forgot like so i'm so, much, so busy yeah you just don't you just yeah you know and i i don't for instance you know joel you've done like all nighters in the past few weeks for, yeah. for certain projects yeah, and stuff yeah. like that so yeah i guess there definitely is like you know we value all sorts of things in this industry we value you know gear and creative ability and 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 then also time mm. uh, but like one of those things needs to be mental health because yeah you mm. can have all the time in the world you can have all the ability in the world or whatever but like if you're constantly rammed and you're constantly um yeah just like as you said like on the grind if you're constantly working there's never any space for personal development outside of that industry yeah and um i think it's such an interesting conversation as well it's like wh wh where is the line where where do we stop um yeah. in terms of just trying to get better yeah um Wow, we could talk for hours about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's yeah. Let's move it on to a a slightly lighter yeah. topic. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I remember I remember I was it's it's a it's a I I don't know why I still remember this, but my kind of first like knowledge of you mm. was I was sat in my my maths tuition class or whatever at school. <laughs> Amazing. I think it was back in like 2015 probably. Oh, All right. Um and um, my my brother sent me a a certain proposal video, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, like, um, I, d I don't know if you I don't know if you know my brother at all, um, but he so, um, no. he was like, I think I think it was there was there was a time where something happened. He was like, oh, I, I like I met this guy like recently or something, and he was like, you need to watch this because I was started I was just starting to like learn." little bits and pieces about filmmaking he was like this is one of the the best things i've ever seen oh, <laughs> do you know I, funny because i didn't see it until joel <laughs> i hadn't seen it until joel sent me the link really? we so planning funny. this episode and like, it, it, it still sticks out to me to this day but i i re-watched it and but it, i think it was on it, it blew up quite a bit didn't it It was on like the huffington post yeah, and uh new york times like that. um wow. yahoo yahoo australia bizarrely it was yeah, it was Australia. Yeah, it was there were some weird places that like so I mean it basically it was kind of one of those things where I'd had it obviously had had it planned and I was like you know I I made this made this film to propose and um 
I was like, you know, I'd be silly not to at least like film it. And so Lizzie, my wife, um, is half Canadian. So a lot of her family and friends are over in Canada. So it was kind of like her granddad and grandma, especially are, are, uh, are over there. So it was kind of, you know, it's, it's such a cliche story, but it's kind of like, you know, I filmed it so that our family and friends could see it. At the same time, I'm not stupid. Like this is my industry. I knew it was yeah. kind of one of those things that had the potential to kind of, get shared around um like it always irritates me when you see people who have had like videos that have gone viral and they're like oh yeah i had no idea it's like i just <laughs> i just i just put it up for my mum to see and it's like shut up <laughs> you knew what you were doing um so yeah it was like that was the kind of the initial purpose but i also knew it was one mm. one of those things that kind of could that you know people could potentially enjoy and like um mm it kind of ended up paying for like half a honeymoon as well. So, oh, wow. so, you know, so that was cause every cloud. Well, yeah. I mean, we, we kind of yeah, had exactly. that conversation where after it happened, we we're kind of like, you know, is there something we want to make public and, and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, obviously it's a very personal like event. Mm. And, um, I basically kind of put it, put it up online and got approached by a few like news outlets and stuff. And then got approached by a company who, and I had no idea this was a thing, which now seems silly because obviously it must be a thing. But it's a company who basically um, license and market like viral content. And so I basically got contact by them, signed up with them. They then sent out like a, a press pack. Um, it it never quite blew up. I haven't told many people this. Um, it never quite blew up big enough. But there was a point where we were potentially going to be asked to go on this morning um wow yeah i don't think i've actually ever ever really told anyone that i love expectations <laughs> yeah, we're getting so many exclusives great keep them coming um, keep them coming but it but it, it never quite like hit that hit that snowball but um right, i think yeah. it, i think it did about yeah. half a million on on facebook and yeah and i think yeah yeah wow i, rem- I remember it it got taken down or something at some point and I, I went to go and watch, show somebody and it, it, it disappeared. And I, I looked back the other day and there's, there's like a few various places that it's been uploaded on like YouTube yeah. and stuff. But um, how, how long did it take you to make? Mm. Um, from like initial idea, like from mm. conception to uh, like, it was probably about six months um, from like wow. ha- having the idea, kind of planning all the stuff. I mean... There was, um, it was funny because we kind of like, we talked about getting engaged and stuff. And so Lizzie Mm. knew it was coming and just getting everything together for it, obviously trying to work a project like that around like actual work. And as I say, Mm. I'm, you know, definitely someone who is always seems to be busy, Um, which coincidentally like lockdown, I finished my last job maybe a week ago. And this has been probably the longest I've had no work on for, Wow. years and years wow. it's great it's, wow this is this is like <laughs> nice this is off. what normal people's life is like it's weird <laughs> yeah. it's weird man um but no like so yeah trying to fit it around kind of normal work and stuff and got to the point where there was a few kind of like disagreements where she was getting a bit fed up of waiting um because i because i wanted <laughs> i wanted to you know it to be just right and like yeah yeah there's um yeah, called in lots of favors. Um, but in fact, a mutual friend of all of ours, uh, Zach Lower, 
Um, of course. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, Zach helped me out a load with that. Um, oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, another friend called Phil Harris uh, did all the drone stuff. Uh, who's wow. there? I mean, both, both phenomenally talented people. Mm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. And then it was just kind of a, a case of putting it all together, really. And, um, and, the, and keeping it a secret. And I keeping guess, it a secret. Well. And, yeah, exactly. And kind of organizing, you know, people to be there to film it. The, a gener- yeah. a gener- hiring yeah. a generator and hiring a screen and. You know, watching it, yeah, watching it through is like Ed Stoker just appears in the. I know it's it's great, <laughs> it's, it's great, isn't it? Oh, hi Ed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the thing that I've always what what did you tell her? Like, what? How did you set up that kind of like? Oh, like meet me in this I field mean, and see this big screen. What did you? What she did you she knew she knew, but like <laughs> I, I basically <laughs> so I was like, oh, I've got like I've got a film because I I will occasionally. I'll occasionally use her as like a stand-in for, you know, if I need to film some pickup shots and I need some hands yeah, yeah, yeah. or just need whatever. Shush. Um, Hi, Ella. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I'll kind of use her for basically to save actually paying someone. Um, and so I was just like, oh, I just need to like film some pickup shots for, for a client. Um, there was like these, the spot near our old flat where I'd initially asked her out. Um, and okay. um, yeah, so it was kind of like a, a special place for us, but um, yeah, basically I was just like, Oh, we just need to go and film some stuff on the downs walked up and we were almost there. And I was like, Oh, I forgot my tripod. I'm just going to have to run, run back and get it. Uh, wow, and that was like, that was the <laughs> moment when she was like, yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so she kind of yeah walked up and what you sheepishly what, what you yeah. see yeah I love yeah I love it like I've what, like I've only ever seen like a, a few of them um, mm. but every time I'm like do you, do you reckon this is like staged do they know that you know, oh lot, they know that lots of people thought like, it was staged lots of people thought it was a setup. yeah yeah no wow. it, you you did a did an amazing job with it Thank but you. um. But the question I yeah. think on everyone's lips yeah. is what would you have done if she said no? <laughs> Honestly, if there was any doubt in my mind, I wouldn't have even picked up a camera in the first place. Right, yeah. Like <laughs> like I say, it was something that we'd we'd talked a lot about and we, yeah. we knew that we were ready for. So um mm-hmm. Yeah, there was yeah, a lot of a lot of comments on, on to that effect as well. But yeah. Um, yeah, no. So I, I don't think I'd have, <laughs> I'd have gone. I don't think I'd have put it all on the line quite so much if I wasn't a hundred percent sure yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah, I get, yeah. I get the answer I was looking for. It's like, yeah. Put all well, of this time in. She's like, oh. yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've been, I've been having some thoughts. Yeah, there's, there's videos <laughs> out there that where that happens. You know, like guys have gone to this, yeah. this insane amount of effort. And uh, yeah. just get shot, yeah. shot flash down. mobs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Did yeah. did you have did you have like a specific inspiration for it, or was it kind of like a oh like this is just like a idea that's kind of just popped Honestly, up? Honestly, like a large part. So our first like date was well when when we actually got together was basically we decided to watch all of the Star Wars. Uh, at that point just the six episodes Amazing. um 
like in chronological order. And I think it was like oh, wow. we had the last two to watch, I think. Um, and that was kind of when we, that was the night we kind of started going out. And um, yeah, so Star Wars was like the start of our relationship and like was one of the things we yeah. kind of bonded over. And like, um, yeah, and Lord of the Rings as well. And just like that whole kind of thing. And like film, like movies in general. It's really, we, we always joke because Lizzie is a, is a musician uh mm. a very talented one um a very we, talented we one. always joke that um she actually knows films better than i do and i know music better than she does <laughs> um, <laughs> there are so many like i'm i'm criminally underwatched on many classic films um there are many very obvious films that i ha- that i haven't seen um in the same way that there is many classical pieces of music not classical as in classical as in classic (laughs) classic pieces of music that she hasn't heard um so yeah so we're kind of like we kind of fill in the blanks for each other (laughs) yeah definitely that's amazing um well that sort of wraps up our sort of video segment lovely Um, so we're going to move over to extended audio on apple podcast and spotify um, so you can click the link in the doobly doo. Um, yeah, doobly-doo. great. Before we go, oh, before we go, just because potentially people might might click off here. Where can where can everyone find oh, yeah. your your stuff, Ian? Um, Instagram. My website is. I'd normally send my website, and I. You know what? I, I should actually <laughs> use not having any work on to finally update my website and make a new show. <laughs> yeah, because honestly, it's like I look at my website and my show reel is probably like three years old now and right. a lot can a wow. lot can happen in three years um yeah it, it has happened in so instagram years. yeah instagram ian colson media uh twitter Great. if you want to hear me ramble about politics and stuff. <laughs> um, i don't actually talk about politics that much okay um, okay um Great. brilliant i just read i retweet people talking about politics rather than giving my own opinion brilliant yeah cool yeah well, thank you awesome. guys thank you for for watching this part of the the episode um go go follow ian and obviously go and follow us on instagram for little snippets and stuff and we'll see you over on apple and spotify great we are now over on spotify and apple music we are so indeed welcome back um we're still here with back. the wonderful ian coulson media hi <laughs> do, you, do you have any middle names samuel uh Oh, same as oh, me. Oh yeah, I just thought, oh, there you go. Same Z's. I always love calling people by I've their ex- by their full name. JST. But nobody calls me. I've got no one calls me by I've my got, full I've, name. And Angus Fergus. Angus Fergus. You and McDonald Butcher. What? It's a bit of a <laughs> bit of a mouthful. That's why you're always at. That's why you're always at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, my middle name is literally <laughs> literally <laughs> McDonald. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Well, welcome good. back. We had a lovely little chat over on YouTube mm-hmm. and here, I guess. But you know. Um, we're going to play a little game, all right. if that's all right with you. Yeah, hit me. So we played this game a few weeks ago, um, and it went down well, but it it's took a lot of effort to put together. <laughs> so we finally stomped up the effort for you, Aww. so you should feel honoured. I do feel, um, feel very basically, special. Basically, you've... 
Uh, there's some very funny reviews on the internet, so right. I'm going to read a review, and you've got to guess what product it's for. Ooh. Oh, I love this. Now, okay. we last did this when we had um, Zach Lower and Ollie Purchase on. Sick. Um, and I gave them two options, but I think you, you're you quite creative, so I think... What, and, and they're you... not? No, 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 Ooh. I mean... <laughs> oh, no, right. Ah, Cut there on this. This, this is the second time that you've flamed... <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, one of our friends oh, on this no, podcast. Um, <laughs> so, I'm just going to let you go creative and think about what you think. All right, cool. The answer to this could be okay. Yeah, sounds good. Um, if you're close, we'll give that to you as a point. All right, basically. Um, right. we're scoring, and if you get less than a certain amount, then I will. Just, keep is it going to be yes. like it, you should get like a stars and reasonably priced car? Like kind of bored, <laughs> and you can yes. like. Oh, oh my can gosh! We I'm going to start one. I'm going to get like a whiteboard and put it up. Please behind do. Me. Oh, Please do. Amazing. Yes. Brilliant. There you go. Okay, I'm giving you go. so many ideas. I need. Yeah, I, need to, I need to copyright <laughs> some of these. You, Exclusive. Do you want to just join the podcast? Yeah. All the time? <laughs> we'll just have Ian as the third host. Yeah. This is great. Um, you can make awesome. it like Have okay. I Got News, where it's like a, a guest host. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Review number one. All right. I purchased this book as I was tired of people sitting too near to me on public transport. Ooh. Um. I mean, I wouldn't know the actual title of the book, but I can no. hazard a guess. Just guess what you think. It's either it's either something to do with body odor or something to do with man spreading. Oh. It's actually neither. Oh. Um, it, it is crafting with cat hair. Cute handicrafts to make with your cat. <laughs> how, does that, how does that relate to people sitting near you in public transport? Would you sit would you, near would somebody you? reading that? I mean, to be honest, <laughs> okay, I think enough. I'd want to start a conversation with someone who is reading <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That sounds fascinating. I mean, to be fair, in Brighton, you get all sorts. So, Oh, yeah. You know. Um, right, here we go. Number two. Now, this one's got a blank in it because it sort of explained itself. <laughs> so, finally, a blank without a choking hazard warning. Just lay these out around the park and bam, one week later, the park is all yours. No whiny kids, judging parents, dogs barking, just silence. <laughs> okay, give that to me. Give, give that to me. Okay, okay. Finally, a insert product here without a choking hazard warning. Just lay these out around the park, and bam! One week later, the park is all yours. <laughs> oh my god! No whiny kids, judging parents, dogs barking, just silence. I am it's quite sinister. Yeah, it is it's really sinister. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's quite it's quite obvious when you, yeah. when you, when you look like, at yeah. it. Yeah, that's completely thrown me. Um, okay, do you want to tell you the answer? Yeah, I'm just going to embarrass it's, myself, it's a, I guess. It's a pack of clear Ziploc bags. <laughs> because they don't have a choking the, warning on them. Obviously, children eat them or something. I don't know. Or st- no, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that makes absolutely sense. S- wait, no, wait. It, it does actually make zero yeah. sense. Yeah. Although Joel was because p- it's, pissing it's a- himself laughing on FaceTime last <laughs> night when we found it. <laughs> Like, yeah, thinking back on, at you, it, it doesn't actually make any. It's not a choking yeah. hazard. It's a, like a suffocation. But you hazard. just you just said to me, "Oh, it's going to be really obvious when you hear it." 
not in any way, shape, or form. No, I didn't say that. Okay, we can we can put half a point onto your. All right, thank you for having a ridiculous, having a ridiculous question. <laughs> this one literally caused me and Joel to be crying okay. last night. Okay, right, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Took this bad boy to the top of the Chrysler building and threw it off. It shattered into a million pieces exactly as expected. Completely satisfied, would highly recommend. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. It'll make you laugh even more when you work yeah, on this. <laughs> oh gosh. Is it some sort of like some sort of like glass figurine of like Ooh. a kid's character, a kid's You're cartoon close. character, or something like it's that. Not, it's not. It's not totally far off. No, it's a Sigma two hundred to five hundred mil f two point eight. I was I, honestly yeah, on the floor, hysterics. Yeah, that was fair. Um, That's very good. Amazing. Here we go. There's two more. Feels good in the hand. All the neighbours are talking about it. They keep asking where I got it, but I tell them I'm just a badass. <laughs> what, one more time. Feels good in the hand. All the neighbours are talking about it. They keep asking where I got it, but I tell them I'm just a badass. <laughs> this is really difficult. Um, is it? <laughs> Maybe we should start giving options, because I feel really bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, let's go with umbrella. Oh, it's a phone case. Oh, phone case. Uh. It feels good in the yeah. hand. <laughs> um, this is a lot this harder one, than we This thought. last one, you won't get. I'm just going to read it because it's funny. Okay, go for it. <laughs> it's, just, it's not as effective as my squirrel anus corkscrew, but it's still a nice item. <laughs> Like, I wish we could put the picture up on screen yeah, right I now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's a, um, it's it's aptly named a deer rear bottle opener. Deer rear. <laughs> uh, it attaches to the wall and it is the rear of a deer with a bottle opener in the middle. That's amazing. We find some very strange um, Might I encourage online. you, if you have not already, to Google um, Haribo sugar-free gummy bear review. Yes, I was reading this earlier. Yes. <laughs> it is one of the We figured it was things. probably a little bit too far. Yeah. <laughs> was was that was that the was that the Niagara Falls? Yeah. That was the Niagara yeah. Falls one. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. There was um, also a massive jelly like a human like a human yes. sized jelly yeah, yeah. snake or something <laughs> like that. Um that one that one made me Quite laugh a few well. were a bit well the thing is there's so many, but none of them are PG. And no. so they're a bit difficult to find, you know. Maybe when we maybe when yeah. we get a certain type of audience. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll start. <laughs> um We'll gauge gauge where our audience yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Well, we spoke a bit in the video pod about uh lockdown. Mm-hmm. How are you finding it? How are you how are you coping? Now actually we should say we are recording this um like uh, what like uh, b- about a month in advance, so the things might have changed yeah. by now. So you might, we might, we might be out of lockdown. I can, by the time I can, this I can give out. you both answers about great. how about how great it feels to be out of lockdown, <laughs> and how miserable, we're just, we're just and how out. miserable I am to still be in lockdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, no, let's just keep it now. I've let's just now, <laughs> now been living on the street for three weeks. I haven't haven't eaten, haven't. Ella's only got three legs now. <laughs> we don't even know how. No. Like, <laughs> oh no, we know how. 
Like I said, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we ha- we haven't eaten it. <laughs> Where is this coming? Where is this going? Um, so yeah, gl- <laughs> glimpse into the future. Um, glimpse into the future. But nah. So yeah, no lockdown. It's it's kind of been a bit of a blessing and a curse. I think, like I I mentioned earlier, like I am someone who, despite my best efforts, always seems to be busy, and this has kind mm. of forced me to stop. Um, and it's been really nice and it's been, um, you know, I've, I've been fortunate enough that kind of had some decent projects, uh, before lockdown happened. That means kind of, and had enough kind of roll, had enough rolling over, um, to kind of financially be okay. Um, and not be too concerned about the fact that everything that every single shoot has now been cancelled uh yeah so and yeah now things are kind of starting to slowly pick up got a few kind of socially distant shoots starting Mm. to come in um a few bits of editing um so yeah it's been a nice honestly it's actually been like a really welcome slowdown and also like i'm i'm actually like a massive introvert i'm I'm outgoing. I'm like an extroverted introvert. I always just describe yeah. it as yeah. in as much as, um, you know, I'm not a quiet person. I'm very happy to kind of be, to have, you know, lots of conversation and stuff, but I, I, ha- I really value time on my own. And so in, yeah. in that sense, it's actually been really nice. Like, and I haven't struggled too much. And, mm. you know, as we kind of touched on, like being away a lot um, mm. and then working from home when I, when I am at home, it's kind of yeah. not really been an adjustment other than other yeah. than my wife has been at home, which has been great, you know, been able yeah. to, you know, that's it's, it's fine. Like I, you know, haven't really been home a huge amount more than I would be if I was working at yeah. home. So yeah. uh, it's, it's yeah. just, it's the difference. Awesome. And I've, I've had this conversation with a few like freelance friends who, um, it's that difference between staying at home, you know, all the time and not going out normally to being told you can't. Yeah. That I've, yeah, that I've noticed mate has made a difference. As soon as I'm told mm. I can't go out, I'm like, what? No. Like, I, I, I just yeah, to, yeah. I'm like, I could have, I could have in normal life, you know, not left the house in three days, but all of a sudden I'm told, <laughs> I'm told I can't go outside and it's been like two hours and <laughs> you know, it's that classic thing of, I remember when it first hit, everyone was just like, as soon as this lockdown's over, if you ask me to go out to the pub or something, I'm saying yes without yeah. even asking when <laughs> yeah. or where it yeah, is. Exactly. Just because I found myself I've missed it so much. I found myself already doing it. If I get a text being like, Yeah, we're gonna go sit in a park and drink and I'm like, Great. Yep. yep <laughs> Whereas before lockdown, I wouldn't have even thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Angus I would have been and, like, No. Angus and his alcoholic mates sat in a <laughs> yeah. children's yeah. park. Yeah, they're getting, not even they're po- not even his mates. They're just getting posted. He's <laughs> <laughs> just it's, his He's, getting, <laughs> <friends>. <laughs> he's, he's just getting spam emails through. It's like, yeah, I'll be there. This took a turn. <laughs> um, um, we touched on it a bit earlier, but um, I the one thing I love talking to Mr. Ian Coulson about is gear. Um, <laughs> I think I feel like we always end up. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we should say obviously. Um, your wife Lizzie's an incredible band, uh, Clay. Yes. Um, you can check out their music on Spotify. They're amazing. Um, and uh, the amount of gigs that we've sort of like worked on together with them, 
and then um, spent about half an hour t- chatting afterwards about <laughs> some really, really small thing mm-hmm. that's annoyed you on your camera or, yeah. <laughs> or something, or even just like, even just talking about cameras that neither of us can afford. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Um, but one thing I, I can always rely on you for is, is, is an honest, is an honest opinion. Mm. Um, so is there, has there been any sort of, well, actually first, what are you, what are you shooting on at the moment? Like nowadays? Uh, so largely like as a day-to-day camera for most jobs, uh, I have an FS5, which I use with, uh, a Shogun Inferno external recorder. Um, it was kind of when I got it, it was kind of that combination versus an FS7. Um, and because I travel a lot, um, just trying to keep weight and size down. Um, was the main factor in going for that over the seven. Um, But then we'll, for kind of bigger projects, we'll we'll rent in um, Alexas or or Reds or or whatever, whatever is needed. Is there anything, is there anything new that's coming out that like is exciting you? Because I know, I know we always strive to be excited by gear. (laughs) And it's always like, so it's like, I want some, I want a camera that I'm excited to use. Is there, is there anything that's coming out that you're looking at and going, whoa, I can't wait to get my hands on that, Um, like, rental-wise? I mean, it's actually been out a while now, but the, the Ursa Mini um, Pro G2, I've been really intrigued Mm. by Mm. um, for a long time. Um, I remember we were chatting about this a while back. Yeah, um, about I remember I've had a conversation with you. I, th- I, th- well. <laughs> I, th- I think you have. Yeah. Um, well, now we get to record it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually um, very very interestingly got given um, the uh, I, I think it was possibly a slightly pre production model of the six right. um, K um, mm. Pocket um, what I really yeah. wanted to get off them uh, for a short tour I did, um, a friend of mine, his he had some sort of in with Black Magic, and they basically gave us a couple of the the six Ks. Um, but what I really wanted to get off them was was the G two to try out for a week. Mm. Um, mm. And I'm seeing everyone switch uh, to the uh, to the Pocasinis now. Mm. Um, yeah. Pocket Cine's no. Or at least there's grab so, one as so like a second shooter. Is it the Pocket? Yeah. It is, yeah, the, yeah. is the Pocket Cine. Because they've yeah. done, yeah, Blackmagic just... have done so many different kind of like prosumer models now that I mm. lose track. Because it's mm. all, but it's always like, it's like you had the BMP CC and then you had the BMP yeah. Cine Pocket and then you had the, there was just, yeah, I lose track. <laughs> so but, and, then, and then the four and then the six. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I've seen a lot of people switching to either the four or the six and, I mean, beautiful, beautiful image, but um, I didn't really get on with the with the UI um, of it all. Right. Um, but still, like for what you're spending and for like the form factor yeah. and everything, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's Definitely. a beautiful little camera. It just wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't for me. It's like I think that's. I think that's what I kind of went for because <clears throat> at the time I was doing some bits and pieces with like Aries and stuff mm. like that, and from what I'd seen from um from like what the what other people were like shooting with this this like ursa mini pro or whatever yeah i was just like oh like this is only like five six grand yeah like mm. this that like people are like really pulling stuff out of this and then 
I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. Like, this is just going to be my next step because I shot with the A7S2 for like the longest sure. time or whatever. And I was like, this is just going to be like the next step. Just see what mm. happens. And I think it has helped because like people kind of, I feel like I feel like people trust you more if you have like a big camera. <laughs> I don't know if that's just in no, my head. No, I, I, I agree. Um, I think certainly, I mean, it's slightly less so now, but I know like red, red yeah. for a long time. Um, I know a lot of people who got ridiculous jobs who, or certainly know of a lot of people who got ridiculous jobs. Cause yeah. that, <laughs> that way I'm, it sounds less like I'm throwing someone under the bus, but like, um, <laughs> yeah, who, yeah. who got ridiculous jobs purely for the fact that they owned a red because yeah. people yeah. who know nothing about cameras know red because there was yeah. such a marketing yeah. campaign around Lord of the Rings and with Peter Jackson yeah. as a great example, like pioneering mm-hmm. out for them. Yeah. You know, people who don't have a clue about cameras will know what red are, you know, yeah. and so, mm. um, there is and they can recognise the look of it as a, this is a proper camera. Yeah, like, and I this think this guy knows what he's on yeah, about. Exactly. And I think there's definitely still a degree of you know you turn up to set <clears throat> with a camera that's this big, no matter what mm. image it puts out, a clients can look down on you, and it's like, and that yeah. was kind of part of my reason yeah. for going to an FS5 uh, over like, I mean at the time like a GH5 or something like that. Yeah, um, yes. yeah. because you know I wanted something that was going to look on set you know could be rigged up could be could be rigged down could be nice and easy and small but also mm. had the ability to be able to fairly easily be rigged up and be used on a bigger set yeah. i also I think- love the form factor of that of those slight of those slightly bigger like the like the ursa and the, and the fs5 mm. and stuff and it's just for me I, it's just a it's a form factor that i find easier to use yeah. and easier to manipulate than a, a little dslr size thing you know like just being able to yeah chuck the ursa under your arm or whatever and um it, also, it can be a bit intimidating sometimes on like weddings and things like that but then mm. it is i just i just find it much easier to work to work with at least yeah i also i do think it like going back to like the image of stuff i feel like <clears throat> maybe it's just me but like when you see like an a7s that is like built out with like a massive like you've got like the back yeah, like yeah. the v-mount batteries yeah, yeah, yeah. in the the whatever like the map boxes and stuff a lot of them a lot of those map boxes are actually empty mm. and people <laughs> just do it just for the look. oh 100 yeah. percent. but it's like even 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 that i'm like like it doesn't it doesn't give me that thing as like if i saw someone running around with like an ursa or like an fs7 yeah. or something like that i'd be like oh like that's a proper camera yeah. like that's just like a kind of you've just chucked a load of stuff on it and it works but sometimes yeah. it's unnecessary but if even, you've got a small camera then keep it small yeah but even mm. but the thing is it's like even with even with like a rare like even reds like you can you can have a red super rigged down and be super yeah. run and gun i mean mm. uh, run and gun until you actually try and deal with the files but like you know even <laughs> even yeah. like an like an alexa mini or or you know like mm. alexa minis and and reds like from dragon to scarlet and um, you know FS5s and stuff like they can still be little run and gun cameras um, yeah but just not to the degree that you know you can with like yeah. an A7S or yeah. or even yeah, like definitely. I've got a little like um, RX100 which is like right, yeah. which oh yeah I remember, I remember when everyone bought those I mean they're crazy they're crazy like a, little a, cameras yeah 
They, they can shoot up to like a... Is it like 900 yeah. frames a I mean, not usable. Not usable, yeah. Not usable. But it's still crazy, like, what you can get out of yeah. them. Um, it's crazy yeah. what you can get, yeah. I've been, I've been seeing a lot recently about the... Um, as, this might actually be, like, fully out by the time this episode comes out, but the Red Komodo, um, which is their new okay. little... It's the it's, oh, it's literally that big. Like it's like a tiny little brain that's got a screen built in. It's got everything like that, and I think uh, it's going to retail yeah. for about for about seven grand or I something. Mem- the wow. Red Komodo. I remember 6K. when they. I remember when they like announced that they announced it like just after the Pocket Six K came out. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. And yeah. The, the six. The six. The six K. Because I just bought the four K at that point. Because I was like, I need a little gimbal camera that I can run around with, mm. and then. They were like two weeks after I bought. It's happened with the Ursa as well. They bought the G two out just after I bought the Ursa. Yeah. I've just had like the worst luck with Black Magic. <laughs> but um, yeah, they 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 released it, and everyone was just like, "Oh, like sucks to be anyone that's bought this new six K because there's a new red camera coming out." And yeah. I was just like, "Yeah, like I d- I don't know what to expect mm. because it's such like a small camera." Mm. How how much are they actually going to be able to fit into it to like replicate reds, the kind of red feel? But also, I feel like red have always taken such pride of their like in their sensors, especially. Mm. Red have mm. always taken such pride in their in their sensor technology that they wouldn't put anything else. Put they wouldn't put anything out that doesn't look like a red. You know, like yeah. reds reds have yeah, a look true. in the same way that a you know Ari have a look. Um, yeah, mm. you know, you've got that Alexa look. You've got that red look. Um, yeah. Yeah. you've got that Sony look which is fucking horrible but <laughs> <laughs> um, if you like purple yeah enjoy enjoy the purple skin tones um, on my on my footage Angus yeah I can't I can't, I can't wait <laughs> yeah I was literally I just kept on like checking it and I was like jeez have I caught the sun I was like no no it's just uh, yeah. it's just <laughs> Sony um, yeah. which you know I, I and i i joke but i do i do love sony um yeah. just i just yeah. hate their color science but um yeah. Yeah. that was that was the big switch for me yeah and that's and that's why so i've been really couldn't deal with. yeah and that's why i've been really tempted by the g2 because you know it's slightly better form factor wise it's got you know all the kind of features that I want the the yeah. kind of the mm. the original um, UMP didn't have, so yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Well, you heard it. Have, you heard have, it here have first. Have you looked into? Yeah. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Have Have you looked into? Have you looked into like the Canon kind of cinema range? Because <clears throat> the, the the camera that's like really like caught my attention. Obviously, it's a a lot more out of like price range than the the Ursas, but is the is the new like C five hundred mark two i think the mm. the new full frame one. Yeah. so and the the colors that come out of those cameras are unbelievable so this has been my issue with canon right is is like i, I still i still use a a 5d mark three for stills um mm. and like canon's color science is amazing and canon's sensors are phenomenal and like i have mm. never never been able to fault like the look of Canon cinema cameras. Mm. However, yeah. <laughs> however, however, and the reason, especially like doing what I do, um, the reason that Canon has never really appealed to me is for a long time. Low light was not great. 
So mm. Sony have led the lay, led the lay, led the way, uh, <laughs> led the lay. Uh, Sony have led the way. Um, Sony have led the way with low light performance mm. for a long time, um, and it's basically the big kind of turnoff point for me with Canon has just been the lack of bells and whistles. Because yeah. with what I do, mm. I need the bells and whistles. It's like I need I need high frame rates. I need low. Mm, I need yeah. decent low light performance. It's like you know, if you're if you're shooting on a well lit set, or you're shooting like nature, like for mm. nature stuff, yeah. Canon is oh, like some of the nature footage, right. like yeah, yeah. The, you know, there's a reason that like the C the C three hundred was the BB like BBC's go to camera for nature stuff for yeah. years, mm. for years yeah. and years because it's it's a great camera for. The, you know, if you just need real time footage that looks really nice, yeah. it's great. Mm. But for me, it's like I need something that can do more than just look good. And it's kind yeah. of like, which is why I, I kind of, you know, made the real switch to Sony it was like, I need, I need it to do more than just look good. And if that means kind of taking a little bit of a hit on like mm. color science or, or something like that to be able to get low light, to be able to, yeah. to get, yeah. you know, high frame rate stuff then that's what I've got to do. You know, if I because can't... Because in an if, ideal world, you'd have... All of that. Everything yeah, that you need in one camera, but that's... No. There's no such thing as the perfect <laughs> camera, you, used, you know? No. No. Never. Have you, have you had any time with the with the Red Gemini? Not the Gemini, no. We, I've used used the Helium so, quite a lot. Um, <clears throat> used, used the weapon, used just, kind of most generations. I haven't gotten on the Gemini mm. at all yet. So... Last year we we shot a like a festival. I think it was like August time, and one of the other the other teams we were doing the highlights, and then they were doing something else. Um, and they they had a they had a red Gemini. I think it's like a five k mm. sensor, but the the low light on that thing is ridiculous. Really? Like it it rivals the it rivals like the the A seven S. Interesting. And there, there's like a specific mode for it. I think that you can like turn it into like low light mode okay. or something. But after that, I looked into it a little bit more. I didn't do like mass, masses of research and I've mm. obviously I've never shot with it. But um, from what I've seen, like that, that camera could be like, obviously it's going to be like 30, 20, 30 mm. grand. But that camera could be like near to that kind of perfect, perfect yeah. all round. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've, I did, I did, I did chat to, to Jay jay from fruit i think i think they got one in for for a shoot i think i saw he did yeah dragon or something um and he he had he had he he just doesn't like red he's a very through and through but um he i I messaged him i was like i had a shoot coming up with him like a a a week or so later i was like oh like great like you've got you've got the red you've got like the sigma zoom lens like the cine zooms that i was like desperate to get my hands on and then, like the week before the shoot, he was like, "Yeah, I sent it back. I got a, <laughs> just went and got an Ari again." I was like, "Oh, like that's great, but I really wanted to see what oh. this camera was like." <laughs> yeah, um, every now, every now and yeah, then, like, I'll, I'll get a text from Jay, just being like, "So, what do you think of this camera? Or what do you? <laughs> yeah. or have you been able to get your hands on this yet?" And he's like, he's been he's so, been debating about what camera to buy for, <laughs> for so, years. Yeah, so, so they just have. Yeah, I, they just oh, have. really? They they've just bought a they've just bought an Ursa Mini Pro. Um, Interesting. We had we had yeah. I, I went in for a shoot with them. Uh, like it was just like just after Christmas, yeah. and they they didn't 
uh they couldn't get the arries or whatever in for that day so they were like oh like can you bring your can you bring your ass around and then he he got the foot flowers back and he was like this is exactly what we need so mm. just went out uh, the week later and was just like joe we've bought a, we've bought an ass just <laughs> like the g the g2 so like, or just the just, just the, the g1 G1. interesting just the g1 yeah um i think i've i've never used the g2 but as far as i'm aware it's just like a an up in frame yeah. rate and bits like that i so. think the form factor is slightly smaller possibly is it possibly okay. i might be making it up but yeah but i seem to remember that was yeah, one of the I things think... that appealed to me yeah mm, for sure yeah i think i think i think a lot of people are going to move that way to be yeah. honest like you, you said earlier about the pockets and stuff um black magic are so good at like taking in customer feedback mm. and improving on what they're mm. doing that i think if they carry on like that the the world is their oyster yeah, really definitely like they could they could really take something on and obviously they've got the reputation of being a bit buggy at times yeah. and stuff like that but i don't know i think i think there's 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 good stuff to come from them for sure. just yeah, definitely. for me it's just premier support mm. like yes. that's that's what and, bummed yeah. me out about um and particularly with the with the 6k uh, and i don't know this is why i wonder whether uh what i was using was a pre-production model but um yeah was only like a weird combination of codecs and and resolutions and frame rates like some of the kind of combinations of codecs and what you could shoot in what and didn't mm-hmm. make any sense there was like yeah. s- stuff yeah. about like only being able to shoot higher frame rates raw as opposed to being able to shoot yeah. in pro which yeah. makes no sense yeah um yeah. so there was like weird little things like that where like higher frame rate stuff had to be oh i've lost my light um <laughs> um yeah like had to be shot raw and so i then had to anything like that i then had to go and transcode to be able to edit in premiere yeah. because what i was using That's- it for i i needed to be quite effect heavy and stuff and so i couldn't do it in yeah. resolve so it's like you know if you're just doing a simple cut and grade great resolve resolves mm. awesome um yeah but if you're doing something yeah. more effect heavy or slightly more intense in the edit then it's like yeah premiere have been promising yeah. ProRes raw support for the longest time <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. they still haven't yeah um, and it's very frustrating because i, think- I can shoot ProRes raw but there's no I point edit it yeah, I can't yeah. edit. I can't. I mean, Adobe have been pro- think- Adobe have been promising quite a lot for Premiere for the past. <laughs> yeah, and um- <laughs> I, that, that's another thing though. Like, I was talking to one of my my mates who is now doing. He's he's a editor mm. and he's he's doing some some pretty cool stuff up in London, and he was basically saying like, I've I think that in the next and I I've had I've had this conversation before, but um, he was just like. I think that Da Vinci might actually just become like the next yep. like industry standard kind of thing just because of how much they're updating how much yeah. they're like the, the the new the new editing stuff there's there's like a like their, their version of After Effects is obviously not going to be as good as yeah. After Effects right now but you've got that you've got the audio you've got the the like the Hollywood standard mm. color color grading yeah. in in the software on top of that they've seen the market space for free editing software and they've yeah. chucked a free version of their software oh, out for yeah. free 
And that is going to pay off more than I think anything. Like mm. Adobe could put on as many online training courses as they wanted. Well, that it would yeah. never pay off as much as giving a free version out of their software. That is that is the only issue with with that though is do they do they when it comes to like the Urses and stuff, do they hold off of doing like full on premier support and stuff? Mm. They they do have premier support, but it's not very good yeah. for like raw and yeah. that lot. Um, so is that going to be a case of like, oh, we don't want to give this to our competitors because then everyone's going to go and use that. Like if, if you yeah. buy an Ursa, you have to come and do yeah. this. And it's like, that's my only concern. Yeah, but we'll see where it goes. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure oh. to be chatting yeah, to you today. Thank you so much. We've, we've rambled on a bit, but... Um, I mean, I you open up all, on gear my... and we'll... <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, you yeah, opened yeah. up the topic to gear and so yeah, no, literally all of a sudden um, an hour but I think by. I think it's all it's all incredible content. You're so wise and you have so many <laughs> in, insights into everything. And so when you want a um, when you want a honest opinion on things, definitely go to Ian. Oh, um, <laughs> so yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we mentioned yeah, it at the end of the video, you. but people can find you on Instagram. Yep. Um, Ian Corson Media. Twitter is it the same on Twitter? Uh, yeah, um, same across everything, pretty much. Awesome. Brilliant. Great. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Ian. My pleasure. Um, and we'll definitely get you on at some point. So, yeah, <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> another another gear ramble. Yeah, another maybe, good ramble. Maybe we'll just, when, maybe when, we'll just when, chat when, about gear for two hours. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. when, the, when the next big camera comes out, we'll yeah. get you yeah, back Yeah, there on. you go. We'll do an in-depth review of the red kimono <laughs> <laughs> with i don't even think it's a kimono Great. is it a komodo or something like komodo, that yeah. komodo a komodo, komodo. is a yeah. Um, is, dress yeah yeah great awesome well <laughs> yeah. again so let's on let's wrap note. it up here <laughs> brilliant we'll see, see you, all next you week. lovely people next week lovely. bye bye